bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. So here's the deal. I have a um, topic that I want to share with you that I think is utmost importance, of utmost importance. And so what I need you to do is whatever you're doing, I need you to stop and I need you to take a listen to what it is I'm about to say. It's not every day that I would stop and say something um, like this, but it disturbed me when I read it and I had to stop what I was doing and read it and then make a phone call to ask about it. And so here I am. I'm asking you, Truth Nation, for help. If you live in the Sherman Park area of the city of Milwaukee, a family needs your help. The Milwaukee Police Department is asking for the public's help in locating a critical missing person. Blessings. Reynolds Taylor, young girl, who I believe is, and there's no age on here. Ah, here it is. So, Blessings Reynolds Taylor, last seen in the 3500 block of North Sherman, 
That's Sherman and Fond du Lac at 1212 today. Reynolds Taylor is described as a black female. She's one year old, 26 pounds, 30 to 40 inches tall. Last seen wearing a frozen jacket, Green Bay Packer t-shirt, pink leggings with white Converse style shoes. Anybody that has information, contact Milwaukee Police Sensitive Crimes Division. They're there from 7 a.m. till 12 midnight. If they're not, the number will transfer over to the Criminal Investigation Bureau, 414-935-7405. That's the Milwaukee Police Department Sensitive Crimes, 414-935-7405. Criminal Investigation Bureau, from, again, midnight to 7 a.m., 414-935-7360. I'm not, I'm not reading that because I used to be a police officer. I'm not reading that because I'm a retired police lieutenant. I'm reading it because in a neighborhood where I live, in a neighborhood that I cherish, there's a baby missing. And I don't have any details. They're still working on it. What I would suggest you do, that if you actually have information and you don't want to call the police, call me. 833-212-1017. That's the number. You can text it. We'll let the Milwaukee Police Department know. If you just if you just can't talk to the police because you hate them more than a missing one-year-old, that you don't like them or you're afraid, and I'm not being facetious when I say this, that you don't like the police more than you don't like a one-year-old being missing, give me a call. And if it's just convenient, give me a call. Missing from the 3500 block of North Sherman Boulevard at Sherman and Fond du Lac. Since 12 noon today, in four minutes, it will have been four complete hours. Blessing. Reynolds Taylor. There's no more information because they're investigating it. And, you know, many times we don't want people stepping in and causing issues for the police in order to catch someone who may have done something in a dastardly way. That was my nice way to say that. My unchristian, not on the radio, remembering something, and it's a baby person? Yeah. I probably wouldn't have a job. So, Blessings Reynolds Taylor, 3500 block of North Sherman Boulevard. Described as a black female, one year old, 26 pounds, 30 to 40 inches tall. Last seen wearing a frozen jacket, Green Bay Packers t-shirt, pink leggings with white Converse style shoes. First thing we're going to do is not blame the parent because we don't know what the circumstances were. If there comes a time that we need to blame the parent, let's look at a totality of the circumstances and not just the mother or the father's role in this. Number two, 
The baby's not the victim. So stop talking about how terrible it is and making assumptions about people when you know nothing about it and you have no information. Now is the time for you not to hate the police, don't like the police, not do anybody. You're doing a family in the community, in the Milwaukee community, a solid. There are some things in this world, and if, you're, and if you don't have children, you don't understand this. You can't have empathy about it at all. There are some things in life that you might think you'll die for. But if you have a child, there's not a question about gladly giving your life for your child. There are some things in life that are sacrosanct. There are some things in life that you don't touch. Yeah, people get married. Yeah, people have affairs. People steal. People cheat. People fight. They lie. But not children. And I've said it before. Children are the one thing for me that if you ever want to get on my bad side, Or it might cross my mind to do something that I'm not supposed to do. It would involve a child. Defending a child. Because there's certain words in life that a parent never, ever, ever wants to hear about their child. There are some things in life. Is your child hurt? Did your child get spanked? Did somebody batter your child? You can get over that. Your child is sick. Your child is in the hospital. Your child's fighting for their life. You can get over that. And I'm saying it because I'm a parent. But there's one word that you can never, ever get out of your mind when it refers to your child. That when someone walks up to you, looks you in the eye, And says, your child is missing. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth. The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. Get the best of my love. 
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. What would you do if somebody came and told you that your child was missing? Like, what, what, what would you... I have no idea what I would do. I would fall apart. I have two grown daughters. I'm grown. I would probably fall apart. If somebody came to me and said, hey, your daughter's missing, I would fall apart. And they're both adults. I can't imagine a one-year-old being missing. And so if you haven't heard, Milwaukee Police Department is asking for the public's help in locating a critical missing blessings. I'm sorry, Blessing Reynolds Taylor, last seen at Sherman and Fond du Lac, 3500 block of North Sherman, 1212 this afternoon. Described as a black female, one-year-old, 26 year I'm 20, 26, that's how upset I am, 26 pounds, 30 to 40 inches tall, last seen wearing a frozen jacket, Green Bay Packers t-shirt, pink leggings, and white Converse style shoes. Anybody? I'm asking you now, if you live in the Sherman Park community, just open up your window. If you're in your car, look around. I mean, drive safely. Don't be reckless. Look left. Look right. Look forward. Look back. See if you see this baby. And if she's with somebody, call 911 and let them know you've located her and where she is. That's all. It's that simple. If she's alone, stand with her. Call 911. Wait for the police. Tell them where you are. This can't happen. Not here. And so we don't have any information if, and I'm not going to say the words because once you say it, somebody will key on it. Somebody will key on it, but we have to make sure this child is safe. 833-212-1017 is the number. What would you do if somebody called you and told you your child was missing? Like, how would you handle that? How should the community, how should we be handling this right now? How should we be handling this? I think everybody, if you're listening, if you're driving through the Sherman Park community or pretty much anywhere in the city, look around. See if you see this baby girl. Blessings, Reynolds Taylor. 26 pounds, 30 to 40 inches tall. Last thing, wearing a frozen jacket, Green Bay Packer t-shirt, pink leggings with white Converse style shoes. If you see her, call 911. If you can't get through, 414-935-7405 or 935-7360. At some point, I had to realize I'm not a big proponent of the village raising my child. I think that's my responsibility. I will alter that belief and say that if something happens to your child, then I think the village should kick in. I don't think it's incumbent on the village to raise my kid for me. I think as a responsible parent, I would do that. And I'm not saying, and by no means am I making a statement about 
the parent or parents of this child because we don't know the circumstances yet. So before we go off half cocked and want to say how bad a parent is and that's terrible, that child must. I've heard of many a kid in suburbs disappearing too. And South Side. And at that point, it doesn't matter. A child is a child. Once it's a child, all bets are off. All that animosity you have, all that stuff that upsets you, all those things that make you mad, you should let it go. If you're in Sherman Park, I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, what's the other colors? Blue, green, pink, silver, gray. I don't care. Take a look and see if you see this child. 833-212-1017 is the number. LT said, I'm the one risk my life to save a child in a river, ocean, or lake person because they're so valuable and I know how to swim. Exactly. And if you die, the only four-letter word we're going to call you is hero. Fonz Hawthorne said, I have five kids, two grandkids. My youngest child is almost two. I would probably go insane if she went missing. I've been blessed so far. Thank the Lord. Yep, absolutely. And that's something that it's it's not... It's not an insult if you're not a parent, but you just have no idea. You have no idea. And because a mother and a father in America, I can only speak for my house and everybody else that I know, have different roles in society, it hits a, it hits a different way. It hits in a wicked way when it comes to kids versus, you know, I mean, whether they're, you know, after they're born and like before they're born when they're a baby, you know, and mom is carrying them. Mama got a different love for baby than daddy. The mama brought you into the world versus daddy protecting you in the world. It's a different together. That child's going to grow up to be great. But the feeling of loss is something you can't you can't imagine if you don't have a child. Breaking up with your boyfriend, getting divorced from your husband or wife, that's one thing. Your girlfriend, that's one thing. There is not a level in your heart that's deep enough to catch your emotion when someone tells you your child is missing. There, there's a definitive way, right? There, there's, a, there's a definite, you know, like, like when they called and told me my mother had passed away, she had been sick with cancer. So there's a, there's a definiteness, there's an endness where you go, okay, it's over. But if somebody called and said, your mother's missing, we can't find her, that would devastate me because I don't have closure. I can only imagine what a parent is going through. Eight, well, I can imagine. Can you? 833-212-1017 is the number. Take a peek. Look around. See if that child is somewhere. And if, and if they are, call 911. And so what, what's going to happen is the police had to confirm that it was, in fact, a critical missing. 
So age, um, health, right? An adult can be a critical missing. An adult can be a critical missing um, person because they may need medication. They may be sick. They might have left the hospital and didn't get treatment. They need a kidney, you know, heart trouble, something like that, dementia, stuff like that. And so what happens is the initial squad is going to go out, take the report, and immediately broadcast it throughout the city that we've got the kid that's missing, blah, 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 blah. Any information, contact this particular squad. Then they're going to call. They're going to relay that information to the Criminal Investigation Bureau, and they're going to send out sensitive crimes. The reason they send out sensitive crimes is because they're specialists. They're professional investigators just for things that are sensitive, like children, elderly, those things that are sensitive in nature that you might not necessarily want everybody knowing or finding out about, those things that that can be devastating to the victim because of their age, be it young or old. And so they're the ones that have been trained. They do forensic investigations. They do forensic interviews, all those things that they are able to do, you know. And so when you talk about the police and how bad the cops are and how oh, it's terrible and, uh, and then every now and then, right, you got these specialty groups, homicide and, you know, patrol and Mert and all these things that that are the reason why you're able to be in a city like Milwaukee and do those things and be able to have some semblance of safety because they do their job. So I can imagine that's district seven. I can imagine somebody didn't go home today because they're looking for this kid. I imagine somebody came to work early today because they're looking for this kid. And those are the things that the public misses about the police. Those are the things that the public misses in terms of doing the job. They forget that we're, Mothers and fathers and parents and, and, and brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and grandparents. Milwaukee police asking for the public's help in locating a critical missing person. Blessing Reynolds Taylor. And she's a critical missing baby, a girl, person. Well, talk about being politically correct. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing the sergeant. I know them. <laughs> um, blessing Reynolds Taylor, last seen in the 3500 block of North Sherman Boulevard today at 12, 12 PM Reynolds Taylor is described as a black female, one year old, 26 pounds, 30 to 40 inches tall, last seen wearing a frozen jacket, green Bay Packer t-shirt, pink leggings with white Converse style shoes. Any information call Milwaukee police sensitive crimes division 414-935-7405. Uh, Fonz Hawthorne added, I was also raised at 3109 North Sherman since the early 80s. My mama said she lost me in a store called Strong's in 83, but someone found me for her. It could have been me and my parents' story. And you know, it's, it's, it's funny you bring that up, Fonz, because today, right now, that is somebody's story. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. So I was I was I was moseying along, minding my own business, looking at the news. And there was an interesting story about, you know, what can I say? People in the public service family, but not necessarily cops. So you tell me the way things are going, and I don't understand how it's going this way, but, but things, things in Milwaukee are getting very interesting. They're getting very interesting. By the way, in the 5 o'clock hour, I have a very special guest coming up. And I think you'll be pleased. She, she's going to talk about her life, her book, her everything. And if you've been following us on Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn and all that, 1017 The Truth, uh, you know who I'm talking about. So I'm just saying, make sure you are here. Very special guest. And we're going to talk to her and talk about her life and her story and how she grew up and things that have happened and how she was able to excel and um, grow from some of the things and some of the pain that, that we experience today. So make sure you are here in the clock hour. 833-212-1017. I mean, I had to say it, but then I had to look at the phones. Is it ringing? Okay. Um, if I don't get to it today, I'm going to scream and I'm going to holler and I'm going to lose my mind. I don't understand if you haven't, what I need you to do is go back and I need you to read the bill regarding shared revenue. I I need you to go back and look at some things that are in this bill that will literally make you wonder who's leading this city. I, I just... I just don't understand about it. There are some things that that went in this bill that make absolutely positively no sense. But yet. And let me let let me get my computer. I'm going to just I'm going to just do this and read it. Directly. There are some things in this bill. That in terms of the city of Milwaukee makes no sense. Now, they talk about the city and county retirement systems and the sales and use tax, and they're willing to 
Um, they can impose up to a half a percent. But there's a news story today that Mayor Johnson said that the Common Council should decide on sales tax rather than voters. So I praised you for the work you did, but now I got to bash you because that's the dumbest thing in the world. We decide whether or not we should be taxed, not you. What was it your mama used to say? Who died and make you made you? Anyway, there is absolutely no way the Common Council should be deciding whether or not we pay a sales tax or not. We decide that. You have grave concerns about a referendum being able to pass in Milwaukee. If it doesn't pass, that means that we didn't want it. You're, you're looking to circumvent what we decide about us. You work for us. We don't work for you. You serve us. You're the one that raised your right hand. Said you wanted to be mayor, common council president, common council member. It's insulting when you say you don't want Milwaukee to be in a position where we leave all this up to chance. Are you saying that people that are citizens that vote in the city of Milwaukee, black like you, don't know what they're talking about? Or are you saying they're too stupid? To know how to vote. Oh, okay. Yeah, whenever something goes wrong, you always point to us and say, we too stupid to know how to vote. We too stupid to, yeah. But if you look at this bill, there's some things in it before we go to break. Provisions applicable to the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County. And I know I'm going to run over, so I'm going to just run over. Number one, the total amount of spending for cultural and entertainment matters or involving partnerships with nonprofit groups is limited to not more than 5% of any total city budget. So that means no ethnic festivals in the city. The city can't support. They might. I don't know. Net new program spending or position authorization may occur only upon a two-thirds vote of all the members of the Common Council. Idiocy. Things that have passed by one vote in the past, if that's what our elected officials voted, then that's what it is. It's called democracy. We live in a representative government, a democratic republic, and that's how it works. You don't come in and circumvent that because you're the state of Wisconsin. The city, number three, may not use monies raised by levying taxes for funding any position for which the principal duties consist of promoting individuals on a basis of their race, color, ancestry, national origin, or sexual orientation. So what he basically did is killed the Office of African American Affairs or whatever they call it. Anything that has to do with diversity is gone. But you notice the one thing they didn't put in here. Age. Okay. Number four, the city may not use monies raised by living taxes for developing, operating, or maintaining a rail-fixed guideway transportation system. And then in parentheses, they put streetcar. Well, my thing is, they were complaining, it's losing money. Well, you never should have built it in the first place. It's an idiotic thing that doesn't go anywhere. And all the people in the building, they said they were building it to go to what recently got built. If it's been built at all. And where does it go? Nowhere. You just sit on it and ride around. Doesn't go to Brady street. Doesn't go to, and who's going to pay for the extension, sell it to a private development. 
person and let them handle it and run it. Let them make the money. Let them pay for the street to be torn up and moved, the wee energies, lines, all that stuff. We shouldn't be paying for it. Number five, the city must maintain the level of law enforcement and fire department staffing at at least the current level. So what do we do? Hire people who aren't qualified so that we can keep the staffing level? Or if we're in a crunch, we don't lay people off, but everybody else gets jacked. Is, is that it? I mean, I know Republicans love police and fire, but that's taking it. That's a bridge too far. Number six, the school board of the school district that is located in the first class city. There's only one Milwaukee must ensure that 25 school resource officers are present at schools in the school district during school hours and that a reasonable number are present during after-school activities and that beginning in the 2025-2026 year, the school board must consider the statistics required to be collected on violations of municipal disorderly conduct ordinances and certain crimes as further described below to allocate the school resource officers to specific schools in the district. So now you're usurping the school board's job, but you're going to tell them how to do their job. You're going to usurp the police department. So even if they need bodies, they can't use them. They got to take them and put them where you say they need to be. Number seven, under current law, project costs for a tax incremental district or TID in the city of Milwaukee may not include direct or indirect expenses related to operating a streetcar in the city of Milwaukee. The bill also excludes expenses. I'll get it right. Expenses relating to developing or constructing a streetcar from inclusion as project costs in a TID in the city of Milwaukee, with the exception of development and construction costs for a project referred to as the lakefront line. Now, the killer out of all this, and there's some more stuff in here that just makes no sense in terms of the county, because they basically put the same crap on the county. Well, some of it. This is the one that people need to be aware of. Current law authorizes the Fire and Police Commission of a first-class city to prescribe general policies and standards for the police and fire departments to prescribe rules for the government of the members of the department. Also under current law, a fire and police commission of a first-class city consists of seven or nine members selected by the mayor. The bill requires that of those members, at least one is selected from a list provided by the Employee Association that represents non-supervisory law enforcement officers and the Employee Association that represents firefighters. Individuals included in these lists must be residents of the city, must have professional law enforcement experience or professional firefighting experience, respectively, and may not be currently employed as a professional law enforcement officer or firefighter, respectively. The bill also transfers authority for the control, get this, the control and the management of the police and fire departments from the Fire and Police Commission to the chief of each department. Policies established for the control and management of departments may be modified or suspended by what? There it is again, a two-thirds vote of the common council. That right there is idiotic. 
Everybody needs a boss. Even me. I got a bunch of them. Spouse, Kyle, Dean, all that. You my boss. I am not calling you a teammate. Okay, he's a teammate. Anyway, so what it comes down to is that you've effectively neutered the Fire and Police Commission. You've effectively taken the Fire and Police Commission and told them that we don't need you. You've removed the power. The issue I have with this is how could Perez, Crowley, and Johnson actually stand for this? Well, guess what? None of it's going to fly because the governor just gave him cover. He said he's going to veto it. But my question is, what about round two? 833-212-1017 is the number. What are your thoughts? What do you think? And how are we going to make sure this never happens again? More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Our guest, Vivian King, will be in the studio. We're going to talk about life and love and the media and all sorts of things that are going to be coming up. Um, Talking Text Line said, uh, they've been doing this to us. That's why we're in the situation we're in now. This is nothing new. They who? The 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 city leaders, the city fathers, the county fathers, well, father <laughs> did this. LT said, um, Cavalier says he's against it. Yeah, now he's against it. But didn't you see him stand in front of Voss? They stood and agreed with it. They said it wasn't perfect. And now that it came out and now people are pushing back. Now, all of a sudden, he's against it. No. When the news story says that you don't think the people should be able to get a referendum to say whether or not they want to be taxed that they, that the common council should choose. That's garbage. You lost your mind. Now watch this. If the common council votes and says we should be taxed, I'm moving. And I'm not going to be a punk like some of them, them, them liberal and conservative, you know, uh, uh, movie stars and the, oh if that happens i'm gonna move to canada let me buy you a ticket i'll get your first class ticket i ran a whole plane just so you can leave but it's the same on both sides you wrote it you didn't read the bill you didn't read it this is in the bill thank god 
Governor Evers stepped in and said, no, we're in a, we're in a recession. Forget the lies they're telling you on TV. If you're struggling and you've got a cliff coming to your credit, when school loans hit back, you think it's bad now? Wait till people got to pay back their school loans now. You voted for Biden because he said he was going to do it, and now he can't do it. And now you're about to get slapped around. Pushed around. Jacked. And what are you going to do? Are you going to just pack up and leave? Not pay your rent? Your car note? Food? School loans? What? Something's got to give. Something's going to give. Luckily, the governor stepped in and went, absolutely not. This is not good for local municipalities. So you tax me on one end, jack up my house, taxes on the other end, then turn around and I got to pay school loans back and food is high. At some point, I'll literally be losing at every single step in my life. Schools are bad. Crime in the street. I told you the story yesterday. I almost got T-boned and killed on Lisbon and Sherman. What do we do? What do we do? I am glad Governor Evers is there to say, no, be reasonable. This is not reasonable. You took away the fire and police commission. You gave all the power to the fire and police chief. Now they effectively don't have a boss. And to override them, you had to have two-thirds of a, of a body that can't agree on agreeing. Right. Okay. C-note. Dr. Ken, it's not that Biden can't do it. It's held up in the courts as far as student loans. Biden can't do it. He could never do it. We already knew that before he said it. That's why there was pushback. It ain't got nothing to do with, with, with President Biden. Biden could never sign an executive order to get rid of school loans. He cannot. It is a financial thing, and it has to go through the House of Representatives. He can't. It's in court because of how he's trying to do it. So at some point, we have to recognize and realize what the power and what power there is. We have some breaking news that we're going to put out. Um, anyway, we'll see. I'll have to verify it. We got so much stuff going on today. Vivian King is coming up in the five o'clock hour. Uh, we've got the missing one-year-old, so make sure we'll be restarting that at the five after the five o'clock news. 
Make sure you stay tuned right here at Truth in the Afternoon. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.